It's never been easy for warfighters to reacclimate into civilian life when they come home. But today, when they represent such a tiny portion of our population, 1% serve in the military, but only 1 in 100,000 experience combat. Veterans' challenges are greatly compounded by living in a stigmatizing society largely ignorant of the psychological burdens they bring home. The clip you're about to hear is Morning Joe's Willie Geist describing a truly, truly remarkable film and one of my all-time favorites now, Bastards Road. Have a listen. As we look ahead to Memorial Day, we want to highlight an incredible journey of courage and hope. This is Jonathan Hancock, a combat veteran. In 2004, he fought in the Battle of Ramadi with the 2nd Battalion, 4th Marines, known as the Magnificent Bastards. They suffered one of the highest casualty rates in the Iraq War. One in four were wounded or killed. Like so many veterans, Hancock struggled when he returned home from the war, suffering from PTSD. To confront that trauma, he walked nearly 6,000 miles across the country from his home in Maryland to Camp Pendleton in San Diego. He stopped along the way to visit Gold Star families and documented his journey in a new film called Bastard's Road. Bastard's Road is an award-winning documentary directed by Brian Morrison and written by my good friend Mark Stafford. Aaron Kenway is executive producer. Watch it now on demand, available on iTunes, Google Play, YouTube, and Fandango Now. Now on to today's episode. This is the Resilience Podcast 336. I'm Cecil Ledesma, recording live from Austin, Texas. It's so beautiful here. It's Monday. May 16th. I'm reminded of a story that I want to share with you today that made a really strong impression on me when I first read it. It's about a a young boy and his father who are bringing a donkey they wish to sell to a market about three towns away from their home. They begin the trip with the father walking as he holds the rope around the animal's neck. The son rides the donkey. As they go through their town, the father hears people say, Look at that. The old man is forced to walk by a selfish son with young legs. The father and son switch positions. They walk on and soon hear the townspeople of the adjacent hamlet say, Look at that. A small young thing forced to walk while a strong man rides. Father and son mount the donkey and both ride into the next town. There, they hear, isn't that inhumane? Two people burdening that poor dumb animal. What insensitive cruelty. So then the father thinks for a moment. He then purchases a long bamboo pole and a length of heavy rope. The father and son tie the donkey's legs to the pole, then lift it onto their shoulders. They walk into the next town carrying the upside-down animal. Look at those fools carrying a donkey. You see, the most certain way to ensure failure in this world is to try to please everyone. Emerson's wisdom comes in handy here. 
He says, what I must do is all that concerns me, not what the, not what the other people think. This rule, equally arduous in actual and in intellectual life, may serve for the whole distinction between greatness and meanness. How can you apply that wisdom to your life today? This is what I want for you. To make today your masterpiece, let's get after it. Let's get to work. From the Resilience Podcast, thank you so much for listening. See you real soon. Hey, I'll see you next time, and thank you so much for tuning in. That about wraps it up. But before you jump off, two quick things, actually uh, three. One, I've always wanted to author the conversation on resilience and mental health because as a very proud Navy father, these topics affect me personally. And as you go about your day, be sensitive and be kind always for everyone you meet is fighting a battle you probably know nothing about. Your life is a gift and it's precious to me. And thank you so much for being a part of this community. And I'm not quite sure how you landed on this podcast. It doesn't matter to me. The fact that we're all in this together and that we can have a conversation is amazing. I feel very honored to be in your ears right now and that you spend a portion of your morning, noon, or night with me. And whether this is the first podcast you've listened to or you've been a loyal listener, I just want to say thank you. And last, please, I would be honored if you checked out my website at CecilLedesma.com. You can connect with me on LinkedIn. You can follow me on Twitter at CecilLedesma. Peace.